Welcome to the podcast of New City Church. We hope this podcast inspires you on your journey of inward and outward transformation. Please join us on Sundays. You can find more information on our website, grownewcity.church. God bless you. Oh my gosh! Wow! Okay, hold on. Yeah. I know uh, Tyler didn't say it, but, and you're um, seeing it now, so, so that you can get through it. I'm also handsome, very handsome, in the name of Jesus. Uh, God has gifted me with good looks. We're going to go on an Advent church together. That was uh, one of the, the, I'm an improviser, it's com- comedy, so that was, if today goes how I expect, you're going to have a lot of that. Advent church, there's gonna be, that's one of many puns you're about to experience. Um, welcome, thank you. Uh, as, as Tyler uh, already pointed out, um, the word of today is uh, contrition, and I want to start um, by apologizing to you for, <laughs> um, not just because it's my first time preaching, but because um, my, my way of living uh, life is one of hating apologies, hating contrition. I'm going to speak from a really uh, personal place and when I get passionate, it doesn't, um, accuracy isn't my goal. So uh, if something feels like, oh, that's cool, what's the, where's the biblical precedent for that? Um, what did that word mean? If you got questions like that, hit circle, okay? <laughs> Don't, <laughs> Tyler will back you up in circle and we'll fix everything that I do uh, here to you. Um, okay, so uh, contrition. Uh, described in uh, the International Bible Encyclopedia. Um, actually, I didn't use the description of contrition. I used an example of a contrite heart. Um, the International Bible Encyclopedia says a contrite heart is one in which the natural pride and self-sufficiency have been completely humbled by the consciousness of guilt. All right? And I didn't bring any slides, so for the AV people uh, among you, AV learners, I'm going to say this again, Okay. A contrite heart is one in which natural pride and self-sufficiency have been completely humbled by the consciousness of guilt. Um, So, now my uh, inaccurate opinion. We practice contrition to expand the kingdom of God in ourselves. Right? We practice confession. We practice uh, uh, repentance to make us more like God within us that we might recognize and nurture God around us. Yeah? Um, So, okay, uh, 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 based on this definition, contrition requires the consciousness of guilt, right? Uh, Which means it requires a, 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 a system to understand what constitutes guilt, right? Um, and if there must be that system that understands that, then we, we, uh, we know if this contrition is something that God has given us to practice, that we can lean into, that that system is here from God, yeah? So if guilt and system is in the same thing, this is a system of justice, right? When we engage in an activity and we find that it's somehow foul, that we find that it's somehow unjust, we feel it. And in practicing contrition, we go to God and have a real conversation about what happened. Work through, not just forgiveness, but work through all the intentions that contributed to this behavior. And in 
acknowledging who we are, where we've done, what, where we've been, what we've done, and in loving ourselves can now love each other that much better. And praise God can accept that others will love us that much better. Right. Um, so oh, well, I actually jumped ahead of my notes, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so contrition, uh, for my definition, contrition is the state of humility that invites the creator's justice within us the way the creator seeks justice beyond us. Now, uh, we, uh, as those of us who um, have uh, lived at all know, um, the, the creator's justice isn't what commands us, right? We actually, we have systems of our own and that actually are about guilt, right? And the systems that we are taught, that we brought up in are systems that recognize our guilt as something that changes our value, right? And in that changing of our value, we feel like we need to change something desperately. We want to be contrite, but we don't have the, 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 the back half of that motion, right? We aren't seeing contrition all the way through. It stops at the requisite apology. It stops at like, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. My attention is past. I did my part. I said, I'm sorry. You should be over it. Even though we know, even after we say just, I'm sorry, there's more. We can feel that feeling. We can feel God's justice in us begging to complete that action, which is why after you say, I'm sorry, you kind of watch, right? You like watch for a reaction that doesn't feel right. So you can <laughs> try and complete this action. We, 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 get, we stick ourselves in conflict because that conflict has been taught to not resolve itself outside of our bodies, yeah. Yeah. right? We've been taught to be jars, containers, vessels of, uh, of shame, of feeling worthless, of being less than, and then to seek out uh, ways of, 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 of bringing our, our value back. If I can learn enough, if I can show you how valuable I am, now I won't have to be as contrite, right? This is the empire conditioning us uh, to, to hate contrition, to hate repentance, to hate the whole full action of God's justice because it doesn't serve oppression, right? Because in oppression, we can understand the rules that keep us moving. We understand how to, uh, uh, how to bend and how, to, how much stress we can take. We learn how to actually take more pain on ourselves because it's not about reconciliation. It isn't about us connecting. It's about compliance. Yeah? Um, for the purposes of this um, sermon, I, I encourage you to imagine little bitty beavers <laughs> uh, just because it's cute. Uh, I thought about beavers when I was coming up with this, so I want you all to just imagine little beavers. Okay, let's say um, two little beavers walking by each other, and then one of the beavers um, accidentally steps on the, um, you know, the, like, the, their, like, spatula, the tail, their tail, the little flat, their tail. You know, beavers have a cute little tail. <laughs> one beaver steps on the other beaver's tail accidentally, right? Uh, the stepper says, I'm sorry, and keeps it pushing. Yeah? We see in this little snapshot, uh, how much of this momentum has not been actualized and that we were both moving. There was an interruption when this guilt happened, when something happened that we need to address, something happened that stopped our progress, right? Uh, but when we are focused on the next thing, when, when, when leaving is important, when, the, when Stepper Beaver just needs to get to that tree as opposed to address the kingdom of God in this... <laughs> freshly stepped on flat tail, spatula tail beaver. We can see that we aren't honoring God here because we're honoring that I have something to do. I, I got to get to this tree. I have to get, I'm on my way to pick up somebody. 
I'm on my way to whatever justification. I, I got to get <clears throat> food. But beaver, you know beavers. Beavers get shoes and stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> my, <laughs> in my, um, my position, as I let you know already, is that I hate apologies. I hate needing them. I hate uh, having to give them. I don't like being a part of them. Um, because in my opinion, we're not good at them. And the only reason we're not good at them, we, the collective we, is because it was, it's by design, right? An apology is the first part and an entirety of contrition. An apology is, is I say the first part, it is but one part. Connecting with somebody that you have uh, uh, done harm against is a part of this kingdom of God, of this justice that we have within us. But if we stop only at the chit-chat, if we stop at the perfunctory response, the compliance, those beavers bump into each other. Mama beaver says, hey, say sorry. Stepper beaver says, sorry, keeps it pushing. Are they satisfied? Or is the system complete? Right, the goal in that interaction is, is, is uh, moving forward. So um, apologies uh, satisfy a social need for compliance, a social need for completion, but not our spiritual need for actualization, right? Our spiritual need for justice. Um, contrition, I'll, uh, I offer, is one that is, is, a, is an act that is about being wholly honest, about fully admitting every part of it and accepting things that you didn't realize were a part of this in interaction. Not only am I on my way to get to this tree, Stepper Beaver says, but the beaver who got stepped on had intentions too. And that's ruined. They had to go pick up somebody. And now they're late, right? The harm being done is not just to this moment. The harm being done is to a network of relationships, a network of decisions went into this thing that is harming a network of behaviors. Um, so when we, when we are about being wholly honest in our interactions and in, in, uh, in, in our contrition, we are acting in reconciliation. We're acting in actual healing. Right. And in actual healing, that's where God starts to show up. And an actual healing is also ugly. Right. Stepper beaver <laughs> walks this way. A uh, big tail beaver going this way, gets stepped on. Now we got to stop and talk about what happened. We have to stop and talk about not just only my intentions. I'm sorry I was walking past you and I was just going to do this and it wasn't my intention to step on your shoe. And I... We can get lost in 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 uh, in the in the. The idea of an apology, we can get lost in the idea of repentance, but actual reconciliation requires an ugly, patient honesty. I have to be willing to sit with you and not only learn, <laughs> hallelujah, I have to not only sit with you and offer my apology, but I must sit with you and learn where were you coming from? Where were you going? What are you feeling? What are the things that I can't see that I've affected? How can I get you past this? Not just today. Not just can I get you to the hospital so you can get a new tail. But I don't, I don't know a lot about beavers. I don't know what happens to their tails when they get stepped on. But uh, I, I can think about what you need as far as I can imagine it. But true reconciliation is about your imagination as well. It's about what you need. It's about me committing to what you need. It's about my future changing from just the tree I was pointing to, to the endless imagination of healing 
that could happen here. Because maybe I stepped, I, I don't mean to identify with Stepper Beaver. Uh, the Beaver, Stepper Beaver, maybe is meant to marry Big Tail Beaver. Maybe this is an entire new life that you never even imagined. Maybe y'all are going to start the most greatest business, tree, tree chomping, carving, carpentry. That's what it's called. Maybe you're going to have a beaver carpentry business. It's brilliant. And you would never have known if you didn't work for this reconciliation here in this relationship. Um, Admitting your role and that you had intention does not make you evil, does not make you cruel. The, The notion of our guilt changing our value is not of God. That's something that we've learned and, and, and are separating between contrition from God and the repentance that we've learned, the one that changes our value, is also ugly. We must admit where we came from. We must admit what we know. We must admit that we feel dirty. We feel less than. I'm so sorry I stepped on your shoe and I would never mean to hurt your feelings and I'm so sorry that you have to go to the hospital and and I must flagellate myself. I'm going to prove how bad I feel by harming myself for you. Because that's what you want. I stepped on your toe. Here's my flesh. Maybe it'll make you a new toe. Tail. Yeah. This is beavers. Um, okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Your behavior has... You nurtured, we nurture divine justice. Yeah. We nurture divine justice with that contrition. And loving ourselves and seeing ourselves beyond this worthless experience of of seeing ourselves as valueless, when we see ourselves as less valuable, it becomes easy to see each other as less valuable. Once I know that if I can step on your tail and make myself worthless, it becomes impossible to see someone else who does the same action as less valuable. And if that's the case, now we have to start creating a hierarchy of behaviors. What will make you worse than me? Because I'm bad, but I'm not as bad as that. I saw what you did. I heard what you did. And now anyone who has to apologize, I don't even need to see what you did. I know you have to apologize. And now I just can write you off. You're canceled. I'm done, beavers. (laughs) Beavers are out here stepping on each other's tails. Beaver on beaver violence. And I don't want to hear about it. I'm tired of having it in my neighborhood. Too much too soon. I know. I said we was going to be ugly. I'm here now. All right. Uh, I'm still handsome. Focus on my face if it gets too hard. (laughs) Um, So now... um, I want to go to the uh, I want to go to the scripture. I want to go to um, make this biblically relevant to what we're talking about right now. Um, and uh, also, again, as Tyler said, I'm an improviser, so I'm um, I'm not only going to try and use a bunch of puns and make you giggle about beavers, but I'm also going to look for a little call and response. Um, look, you're already there. You're already there. Okay, and I'm gonna make it easy too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure you know what to say. Like, say okay again at the end of this sentence. Okay? okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Um, okay, so in Isaiah 64, um, we, we are looking at the prophet Isaiah in a, in a prayer of repentance. Um, in, in, in particular, actually, can, I, can we pull that back up, pull this, the scripture back up? Uh, in this scripture, there isn't an I'm sorry. Right? In this prayer of repentance, Isaiah talks about the behavior of his people. He talks about um, the, 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 the a desire to see recompense in his community. He talks about the, the, the behaviors that he and his people are a part of that have made God 
feel distant, be distant, right? But there's no my bad, right? There's no simple justice in these, in these verses. Um, in actuality, and, and also, uh, there is not a lot of speaking to intentions because Isaiah is being contrite to God, right? And then trusting God, Isaiah is laying out the behaviors that have happened, but not saying, so when I did this behavior, when we were here, it's because we didn't see you, right? Instead, he said, God, uh, you weren't, we didn't see you, and we gave ourselves. You gave us to our sin. And like a leaf, right? Is that what it says in there? And like a leaf. Say it out loud. We all fade like a leaf, right? Now, um, in Genesis... When God is talking to Cain about his sin, God directly says, sin will couch itself outside your door if you ain't careful, right? Watch a step. This is me paraphrasing. I, I got you, guys. Watch a step because sin is going to be outside your door waiting because you are giving yourself to it because this is your decision to give to sin. Most sin is on the way. It's just going to be easy. It gets that easy, that fast, but you can have dominion over it. But you can have dominion over it. This, um, uh, 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 say, that, say that like a leaf line one more time. We all fade like a leaf. Now, we know leaves. You've seen leaves. Everybody, everybody know what a leaf is? Yeah, we know beaver tails too. We know leaves. I'm doing a little bit, more, I'm just throwing a little bit of nature in to keep me comfortable. Uh, now, leaves uh, don't disappear, right? Like this is, in this metaphor, leaves don't just go away. They, they, um, they, wither right they slowly they like there's attrition they become something else they become really fine but the scientists among us would let us know that like it's it's not gone that leaf dust is still there yeah you step on that beaver's tail it's not a functional tail but it's still beaver tail <laughs> right so in this in this moment when we're looking at uh, uh, this prayer when we listen to how isaiah is speaking about himself his relationship to god his people the passion is what's driving these feelings to feel like we are fading like a leaf, I'm going, I'm going completely away in sin and iniquity. I'm losing myself. We are lost in our own behaviors. And we can't find you. We have been trained by the empire to perceive our distance from God externally. But we miss God here. Our behavior is that of someone who, uh, who can know God intimately, who can know God right here in us, with us, feel us, know us. We know that we are made in God's image. We know that God is love, that we are made in God's image and God is love. We are made in the image of love. So when we act away from love, we find ourselves distant from God. And when we find ourselves distant from God right there in that, uh, in that moment, when we find ourselves distant from God, our options, our, our, um, our decisions can make that bridge back, can rebuild God right here. It's, it's in our forgiveness. Um, uh, Isaiah is asking God to do something big, right? Shocking transformation. Like when fire boils, uh, uh, bo burns the wood and the wood boils the water. Mama, come shake something. Scare them. They talk about me outside. Right? Don't let me get my big sister. Don't let me. Right? Please boil the water. Let them know. They playing with me. 
Also, we playing with me. We are playing with us. People who know you, God. Remember last time when you came down? That's early in there. What does it say? It says, remember last time you came? And we ain't like it, but yeah, that was it. Mountains quake. Again, paraphrasing, improviser. Um, Last time you came, the mountains quaked. It was huge. We transgressed, but we saw you and we knew to do right. And now we need you again. We need the mountains shook. We're believing in the system of the trees so much that we're forgetting that we are a part of it, that I am serving the trees. The trees needs me and I need the trees, that we need each other. If the trees need me, they need my fellow beaver. (laughs) If the trees need me, they need us. Yeah? Um, (laughs) Isaiah is asking God to remind us of God's justice, that there is justice. Because his people are suffering. And the suffering is not only external. Babylon will come. Babylon will take us. And also, (laughs) we are making ourselves distant from you. We are suffering. We have idols. We We are considering other gods as those who we should worship because we can see them. I see the people at the other church and they got Rolexes and such on their tail. <laughs> Meanwhile, me, my old plain chain tail, God, where are you, right? And they're all, they're, they're, his community, Isaiah's community is, is, is committing, committing to these other gods, committing to this uncertainty, right? So Isaiah says, uh, remind us that there is justice and hold us accountable. Because in your justice, we will find ours. Yeah? To help us see how far we have gotten from you. um, Okay, now, (laughs) I also wanna, I wanna honor that in this this text, um, Isaiah is not being nice to his uh, peers, right? Isaiah's not being nice about uh, what's happening. Isaiah's not being nice about what he wants to see, right? Burn the wood, boil the water. Do some fire things out here. Don't just be a lamp or a lantern. Yeah, I want you to break it. I want heat. <laughs> we need smoke, God. Yeah? In, uh, when we remember this... Uh, when we think about this, this prayer from the prophet Isaiah, right, who's, who has is, is spent his entire life uh, uh, with his, his, his students, watching the signs, right, reading, growing his relationship with God intentionally, making it his life's work. And we see him be completely unshelled in this prayer, yeah? We remember that God is not nice, God is not interested in the perfunctory response. Your God is not interested in just completing the interaction. It's not about, you're not going to get just check marks, right? When when all is said and done, there isn't a superstar sticker that determines your value, right? It's you. It's your relationship. And if it's your relationship with God, if it's about you and what you went through and what you're going through, then sometimes you got to say, God, today somebody stepped on my tail and I wanted to bite him like a tree. God, show up like so many chainsaws. I don't have it. I don't have it. You know what I'm saying? There's a wood metaphor in there. God loves you. And in loving you, God wants 
truth. The creator is calling on us to be real, honest in our, in our com- communication with them. So we can be honest with ourselves so that we can be that much more honest with each other so that when we have this kingdom of God growing within us and we live out our lives, it will spread. It will expand that truth, that way, that light. Y'all heard it will move us to a kingdom of God that is around us, that is with us. Niceness is about a socially conditioned uh, response that allows us to keep it pushing. Right. It's a it's a it's a it's a socially conditioned response that's that's supposed to not interrupt the empire. God's justice is about, I guess you would call it all interruptions. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, a couple Sundays ago, we heard about um, uh, I don't I'm going to really paraphrase this, but I've been thinking about it a lot and I can't wait to say it. Okay, (laughs) we heard um, uh, there was a, a time where Jesus was like supposed to preach at a church. And then his disciples like, hey, Jesus, stay ready. It's crazy. It's going to be great. We got cupcakes. And Jesus was sitting there and Jesus was like, all right, we're going to go this other way. Right. That's not nice. It's not nice to follow the spirit. It's not a nice thing. We have to be honest. I don't want to go. We got to talk about why I want to go. I don't want to (laughs) go. I'm not going that way. Do we really got to talk about it? We can talk about that, but we're not going to talk while I'm in there because I'm not going over there. Does that make sense? When we're talking about being nice, we have to talk about where we are going, where we went. When we're talking to God, we we want to talk to God about really everything that brought us through, everything that moves within us to make the decisions we make so that when we talk to God, God knows I'm really seeing you. You're really showing me you, right? You are practicing honesty and earnestness and forgiveness, And I know from how you love you. I know from how I love me. I'm in the image of God. I know by how I God myself that there is love for others. Because that's how God operates. God is love. Yeah. Yeah. In being real like God, we make more of God. And expressing real love, we expand love. And love grows dominion over our decisions over our world. Um, so I would like to use uh, three personal examples <clears throat> to uh, elucidate this. You can still imagine me as a beaver. Um, I encourage it. I, I'm still <laughs> handsome as a beaver. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, when I was three, um, three and a half, three to five. Let's say five because it sounds better, but I was three. Um, I was with my little sister. She made me very upset. Um, and I, I, I wasn't monitored closely enough and, uh, I bit her, I bit her, I bit her right in the, right in her back, right between her shoulder blades, bit, ah, and I was like, and I remember, I, (laughs) I can still remember the whole, like, I remember as I opened my mouth thinking like, I'm so upset. Like I remember doing like, I don't know what to do. And I remember like, ah, the, the moment of, ah, opening my beak. (laughs) And I remember like this, the contact on her back and being like, I, can't believe <laughs> like the, the distance between my mouth and her back was a whole oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh and I didn't like you know break skin or you know this isn't like a story where she had to get a new back or something but but I bit her right um when uh it was discovered because she was crying that something had happened and that I was a part of it I was told to tell her sorry 
Did I um, say sorry? Give me an answer. What do you think? Uh, did I feel bad? <laughs> Would I do it again? Her poor back. <laughs> Was everyone satisfied? Come on now, look, look, now this is a real, we ain't gonna do it, but we gonna do it, that's, I love that. Because the, the reality is, even my, my sister wanted that apology out of me, she wanted to know that I knew that I was wrong and that we would make it right. But I wasn't gonna make it right. So she wasn't satisfied, right? Like she was upset that I gave her a sorry and then once everybody was gone, I was back on my bite your back business. <laughs> Okay, okay. <clears throat> a couple years later, first grade, um, my friend Brittany, hey Brittany, um, offered me the pepperoni off of her pizza. Very sweet. I was a very fat kid, and uh, so when she offered it to me, because we were at the lunch table, I was like, nah, <laughs> that's crazy. Why would I? No, I'm not. And then she, because she was so rich, uh, she got up and went and bought 10 cents of ice cream. Um, any capitalists among you can know that. That's because I'm old. It's because 19th century, that's when we bought that ice cream. It was 10 cents. She went and bought that ice cream, left her plate, left her pizza, left her pepperoni. I, with my fastest finger, did not eat them one by one. I picked up the stack that she had put next to her little square greasy pizza and slammed it, invisibled it into myself. She returned. She said, um, where'd my pizza go? Who ate my pizza? And I was like, uh, that's crazy. I don't know. Somebody fast. I... Did I say sorry? Did I feel bad? Ooh. Would I do it again? Very interesting. Was everyone satisfied? No. No, not at all. And to, to answer uh, the questions I just asked you, I felt terrible. I remember that story to this day because if I see Brittany today, I have an apology for her. I have a complete, I'm sorry, I got up, my, my, I've been trained to really want to get that sorry out of me and have her say accepted so then I can be 33 or whatever age I am. I'm still in first grade as far as I'm concerned. Waiting, demanding she come back from the ice cream. <laughs> So that I can say sorry real fast. Yeah? Um, full context, she, did, she moved to like Louisiana like a week later. So I really, I, it's been sitting with me. Okay, Brittany, I see you. Uh, okay, a couple of years later. I'm in high school now. My handsomeness, almost done. It's raining. I'm in Houston. It's raining outside. We're in science class. I open the door to let everybody in because I'm a simp. Everybody comes on inside. <laughs> The teacher comes in last. The teacher sees that I'm wet. The teacher knows that I can be a class clown. The teacher gives me detention. Class has not begun. This is our first interaction of the day. She sees me, I'm wet, the door's open, I got detention. Um, ah, boy, that's a wound. I thought that was a scar, but I'm hurt right now. Okay, did I say sorry? Did I feel bad? Would I do it again? Uh, was everyone satisfied? Y'all's passion about my stories is so validating. Okay. Um, 
So my answer to those questions, did I say sorry? Absolutely not. No, I didn't care about it. I got my detention and I served it with pride. I was out there breaking rocks with the other beavers. <laughs> I was breaking rocks. I really was breaking rocks. The metaphor didn't work. In real life, I broke rocks. It was Texas. It was the 1900s. Um, did I feel bad? Yes. Completely. I didn't know what I had done to inspire this ire in this person, and I knew that this message is going to get home to my mother. My mother got six kids. My mama raising me by herself. And now she got to deal with my wet beaver tail getting detention again. I felt terrible. But there was no way to complete that action because I went and talked to this teacher. I went to try and complete uh, 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 not an actual, just an apology because that's what she wanted. That's what she asked me to do. But I wanted to actually find out what happened. You didn't see me that day. Where were we? What did I do? Did someone look like me, do something to you right before I was outside and wet, and then you put it out on me? I'm not mad. I just want to know. Is there another almost handsome person who's going around being wet and committing crimes? I felt terrible. But I learned very clearly in that moment. It, it, it ironed for me that... Um, that niceness isn't going to serve justice. That I'm not, <laughs> that, that, that my desire to complete this contrition is not going to, to, to move us to a world that will see me as valuable because my value has already been determined. It didn't matter what my behavior was that morning. If she had seen me do anything, it would have been wrong. She wanted an apology and that, that was how that relationship was going to work. As a, uh, a, pizza, a pepperoni thief, <laughs> I learned that justice is based off of being caught. That guilt and a, and a system of oppression, guilt is something that could be avoided. It's not inherent. It's a problem about my value. So if I don't tell her, I'm good. And then learned immediately once I got away with it that I am the person who is holding all of this issue. I am the person who's holding all of this trauma. I am holding this, the, the, the contempt that I think she feels, the, the contempt that I'm imagining. I have an entire world that I'm creating off of this interaction that I have never released because we have not actually uh, uh, worked towards serving love in our relationship. And as an as a, uh, itty-bitty uh, backbiter, I needed to understand justice and I had a script, right? It made it easy for my sister to understand how sorry I was if I could say the right word. She could understand my contrition and move on with her life. And it was easy for me to express contrition through a word to start this process, but without that end, without something to complete that journey, I never returned to God, yeah? And me and my sister, to this day, I don't, I'm not biting her back. But to this day, we, we have committed to having an earnest, ugly love between each other because we know how far we can be from each other if we don't practice real contrition. If, 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 our, if our relationship isn't actually about reconciliation, then it won't be about anything. Amen? Um, okay, so in closing, um, to forgive ourself to forgive our sins we must uh, uh accept that we have engaged in, in an activity 
right? Like Isaiah is, is calling out to God in this, in this scripture, we must accept our part in, in this new reality where we have done this, where we've stepped on that beaver tail, where our tail is stepped on. We must accept our feelings and the network of, of decisions that went into that and expand our reality to include an imagination that is about our reconciliation so that God could show up right there as we imagine new ways to love one another and new ways to love ourselves. We can scrutinize the conditions that got us away from love so that we can practice love to condition ourselves to get back together. Thank you.